It's time for the Josh Kirby on Sports Podcast. Oh, indeed. I'm glad you connected. This is Dave Johnson, voice of the Washington Wizards. You have connected to the right place because you are listening to my man, Josh Kirby on Sports Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of the Kirby on sports podcast. If you don't know me, I am your gracious host, Josh Kirby. Thank you for tuning in to another edition. As always on this episode, week 18 is done. That only means one thing. It is time for the NFL playoffs. We will do a quick recap of week 18 in the bulk of our show, we will be discussing the NFL playoffs and our NFL playoff preview. And then to wrap up the show, we will give out some awards to some players and coaches from this regular season. But first, before we begin, we would love to thank our sponsors of the Kirby on Sports podcast, PM Plus Reserves, Shenandoah Primitives, Dr. Dave Leadership Corporation, Mark Francis with Icon Real Estate, Barrett Pest and Termite Services, Shenandoah Music, and Guild Mortgage, Mark Lynch. All right, it's time for another edition of the Kirby on Sports Podcast. It comes your way right now. I'm not going to waste any more time, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get it started. We're going to bring in not just not just a guy, not just a man, but a legend in a weapon. Dan Dembski, what's up, my friend? Ooh, that intro was special, very unique, dude. No time long. See, I I, I miss you up there. I can't get up to Northern Virginia as often as I should, and I I, I think <laughs> about you a lot, and I miss you, bro. How is everything? Uh, I miss you too, buddy. Yeah, it's uh, things are going well, man. Staying busy, uh, been enjoying uh, the NFL season. So excited for the postseason, man. This is this is going to be a fun podcast for sure. It's going yeah. to be a fun podcast once we bring in the Swiss Army knife, and I'm Gotta sure bring him can, in. And I'm sure we can all agree once we bring him in that this has been a tremendous football season yet again, and it's about to pay off. With the Super Bowl, I'm not sure why I did that, but the Swiss Army knife, Carlos Martinez, in the building, just in general, just to start things off, just from week one to week 18, I can't believe it's flown by just like that. Thank God, because, you know, the NFL season is too long. <laughs> you think so? It's too long. It's too long. Yeah. It's too long. That. That extra game does add a certain degree of that 
feeling, I think, as well. Like it's it, just, it wasn't it's just too many games. Week eighteen wasn't as fun as last year's week eighteen because week eighteen no. ended with the remember last year it was the Chargers, yeah. the Raiders, right? They both tie. Like uh last last year's week eighteen was actually fun. This this Huge year's playoff week 18, implications. There was some playoff implications on this week eighteen, but it just wasn't anything like last year's. Yeah, I'm gonna have to disagree with you. I'm just glad the uh, the Lions dethroned the Packers. That was uh, that was just very cool to watch because the Packers just, have been dethroned. This isn't anything new. I'm just talking dethroned out of the playoffs the because all the Packers had to do was no, 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 win. What, in their on, that is the wrong term. It's not de- that the that the Lions kept the Packers out of the playoffs. Yeah. What do you mean dethroned them out of the playoffs? What? What, yeah. what does that mean? I, I, they were throned apparently. Well, apparently yeah. they were the kings of the playoffs. They played like, what? spoilers. Playoffs. Spoiler. There you go. Playoffs. <laughs> that was a good. That was a good Jim Mora impression. I'm. I'm Thank impressed. You. There Carlos you go. On it. He's there you go. Ball trades. You don't understand how many times I will say that before. The oh, I love it. Start. <laughs> it is one of the best, like, tirades of all time. In I sports. wish we had a soundboard. I'd play it. But anyways. But oh, but man. I'm sure you were very happy to see that. I saw you posting on social media, Dan, after the Lions defeated yeah. the Packers. The thing for me and the media and Aaron Rodgers was like, oh, they, uh, they called it like a fluke or something in the pregame show that the Packers thought, oh, they just lost to the Lions once. But the Lions did it again. And just starting off with the Detroit Lions, just – they're not in the playoffs this year, but Sucks. Closer, they should be. They should be. They should be. Yes, I agree. Be. I agree because they work their tail ends off to get to where they are, and the culture is definitely changing in there. Yeah, I agree. They 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 pulled out all the stops too, and that I mean the trick plays. They had a couple trick plays. Um, they looked like a team that wanted that like had playoff aspirations and. You know, they, they, they could have just lied down or whatever, but you heard Dan Campbell before the game. We want them out of the playoffs too. You know, I think he said something to that, to that effect of the reporters. So it was like right off the bat, you know, he knew this is what we want to do. We want to knock the Packers out. We know we have that chance tonight and we're going to do that. And you could see it. I mean, the, the Lions were locked in fully. And even when they got behind, um, you just had a feeling that, that they were going to find a way. At least I did. Um, and and they, they, they certainly did. And that's a tough, tough environment. One of the toughest in sports to go into Lambeau and beat the Packers. And not only that, but to send them home is just it's 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 awesome straight up. But I will say about Dan Campbell, expectations are going to be high next year. You, you, you saw what this team could do. Yep. Um, finish with the winning record. Next year is going to go a long way for him. If if they struggle next year, I I just don't I just don't know. I just don't know if he's the guy. I'll but. say I'll say I'll say this right now. This offseason is by far going to be the most important offseason in this whole rebuild project that they're doing there mm-hmm. in uh Detroit because they they have the pieces in place. They they're going to have caps, they're going to have cap space. They they they're going to have the draft capital. Of course, because they have that Rams pick, that's going to be a high pick because the Rams were terrible this year. So they have the capital to thus improve on the squad. It's just they got to get the right players in the building that are going to advance this culture and also advance them uh, further into their goals here. Agreed. But like this could easily become another like uh, Houston or another, you know, Jacksonville situation where they're, you know, they're good, but it's 
you know, they, they make a couple wrong moves and it, it all falls apart. It's tank time. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Totally agree. So just let, we're just going to fly through week 18 because the main focus is the playoff picture breaking into the playoff picture, but the week 18 finale um, with um, the two Saturday games, chiefs Raiders, Carlos, they looked incredible as always. Yeah, they did. That was the most complete performance I've seen out of the Chiefs all year. Let's go. And we got the one seed. Let's go. Uh, but in they're yeah. like going around in circles doing tricks. Let me ask you guys. Hold on. Let me ask you guys because this has been a topic of conversation. Was that disrespectful? I think it was disrespectful, but I loved it. Yeah, it's certainly it's it's certainly arrogant. I mean, I don't know if it's disrespect as much as that, but <laughs> hey, it worked. And it worked not once but twice because you know it got called back for a penalty, and then they ran the same play. Obviously, it was a different structure. They had a normal huddle the second time, but yeah, yeah, but it was, that was essentially the same play. Yeah, yeah, that was definitely a slap in the face to uh, to the Raiders for sure. But look, I mean. You uh, you have to be prepared for the Chiefs to pull out all the stops, and they did. And they did just that, so, my friend. Man, unbelievable! That's mm. one of the craziest things I've ever my seen. My boy, sure. my boy, my boy, Patty Mahomes has officially oh, solidified himself as MVP. I agree. I totally agree. We'll talk about that later, but yeah, uh, it's yeah. not even it's not even close in my opinion this year. Goddamn right, it's not. And the the Jags and the Titans. Very close game. Obviously, Joshua Dobbs was starting for the Titans. What a it was bad a game win. it was to be. It was a bad game. I mean, yeah. wasn't great. I, it, it wasn't I mean, great. It wasn't great football. I mean, it wasn't great football, but it was. That's what I mean by a bad, bad game. That's what that I mean by bad games. Yeah, I mean, you know what I'm, I'm saying. In terms of foot, the actual football played, it was terrible. In terms of like the storylines <laughs> and everything about it, fantastic television. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, you these two teams, it's winning you're in. So obviously both teams were fighting their tails off and the Titans were leading for a little bit and the Jags come back obviously rightfully so. The Jaguars have more weapons, but Joshua mm. Dobbs did come in and I'm not going to say he had a great performance, but he only had nine. He didn't have an awful performance though. He didn't have an awful. They see the, the problem with the Titans is, is they're too banged up. Uh, they did nothing to really replace AJ Brown. Um, so they don't really have the receivers. Derek Henry is just, like I said, he's not the same running back anymore. And yeah. they were in quarterback turmoil all season because, uh, Tannehill couldn't stay healthy. And, um, what you know, uh, Willis, it wasn't ready to go. Like he's just yeah. not an NFL quarterback yet. He needs time to develop and uh, he can't really complete many passes. So um, they were just kind of in limbo. Dobbs came in. He looked, I mean, he made some pretty solid plays against the Cowboys, you know, a couple weeks ago on that Thursday night. And he didn't look too bad in this game. It's just, like I said, the uh, ultimately the Jaguars, you know, they have a deity at quarterback in Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> and, you know, they have some pretty solid weapons around him. And, you know, it, it, they were just on the, you know, they were ascending while, you know, the Titans have been crashing for the, you know, for the second half of the season. I mean, they ended the season on a seven-game lose streak. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. The, the, the Jags came into the game hot, and they have 
I mean, they were on fire the last part of the season, like you said, Carlos. And uh, you just kind of had a feeling like the momentum and everything was on their side. The fact that the game was that close, I mean, it's hard to chalk it up to just one thing. I think the fact that it was a divisional game, it was a winner-take-all situation, that's going to happen nine times out of ten. You, you're going to have one blowout thrown in there now and then. But, um, yeah, the, I mean, you you hit the nail on the head. The, the Titans have had a lot of injuries and, and a lot of other issues. This just wasn't their year. Um, the Jags got hot at the right time, and that's kind of why I – I mean, I know we're going to talk about this later on, but that's kind of why I like them in the first round of the playoffs um, against against the Chargers. I think uh, I think they're riding that high right now, and I, I think it continues for at least one more week. So um, I really, I really, really like what Doug Peterson's done. He's made an immediate impact. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he he could he could be coach of the year. Could be. Uh, but in fairness, say, but. I mean, he's coming in after Urban Meyer, your mortal enemy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I he, mean, he deserves the, the bar was pretty low. <laughs> It goes from negative coach of the year to regular coach of the year. Yeah. Exactly. So, man, yeah, what a that's still such a shocking move that they even brought him in, in the first place. But right, anyway, right. Just stay, credit, stay, credit stay on, to stay Doug with Peterson. Fox, please. Credit yeah. to Doug yeah. Peterson. You have to. I mean, you have to, yeah. He's doing a great job and he's that de- it shows that he's definitely changing things and things are moving in the right direction for hopefully seasons to come uh looking at some other games just briefly the vikings over the bears not a surprise um the texans over the colts uh, losing the number one pick they lost the number one pick lovey smith giving the bears another gift fantastic (laughs) well (laughs) i mean i guess it really didn't matter but could we say Lovey Smith got fired for losing the number one pick? No, I think he they were already gonna fire him. I, I don't they think set him up for failure. Yeah. I, I, I think I, that's just, I just think that's listen, if we really want to talk about uh you know a garbage organization, I mean it's the Texans right now. I mean, they've gone through they've done this to two coaches, you, you know, where they bring them in for one year, they don't really let them establish what they want to do. How can a coach in one year be able to make an impact on this franchise. What, what, how does this make your franchise appealing in any way? What co what big name coach is going to come to Houston and be like, and feel secure. You just fired three coaches in three years, essentially. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't think it's fair. Lovey Smith's been to a Super Bowl, guys. We remember this, right? Mm -hmm. It's been, it's been, it's been a while. I, I, I know it has been a while, yes, but still, he has that experience. Why not give him one more year to see what he can do, what he can change? What's that yeah, going to hurt? Who knows? Next thing you know, the Texans he, are going to rehire Billy O'Stooge. Yeah, no, nah, he's going back to New England. No, nah, I'm playing. <laughs> that, and honestly, New England needs him. Yeah, he. I mean, Lovey Smith jumped on a sinking ship. It was it was over before he got there. So, um, oh yeah, yeah and, like and he came into the, with nothing. Like they, this yeah. franchise gave him nothing, and then yeah, honestly, it's probably for the best that Lovey Smith got fired because yeah. But you know, he he left them a, you know, a a, a brown paper bag full of dog turd in it by losing them <laughs> the number one pick and giving the Bears really? so much uh, leverage in the trade market because. They True. can definitely trade out of that one pick and get so much for it because mm-hmm. they don't need a quarterback. Yeah. So it's like, why do they want the number one overall pick? Right. Great. Great point. Great point. 
other scores, um, <clears throat> the Panthers over the Saints 10 to 7. Could irrelevant. This... irrelevant. It's no, irrelevant. No, 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 no. Could this Terrible potentially game. mean Steve Wilkes keeps the Panthers job or not? Irrelevant. It's all irrelevant. Irrelevant. We're all irrelevant. irrelevant. I don't think it matters. Yeah, I really don't think that matters. It's all now. irrelevant. Well, th- this game really sucked. The Dolphins over the Jets. That was terrible. Bad game. My boy, my boy yeah. Joe Flacco knocking the Steelers out of the playoffs one more time. <laughs> Let's go. Doing, do, love you, it. Know, you know, he's still a Raven at heart. He only had 149 yards with. Yeah, that game team. was absolutely terrible. That game yeah, was, was awful. Scott, I was. Scott, I don't know why. And then the Dolphins are in the playoffs. Listen, Thompson. I I really wonder who's gonna be the quarterback for their playoff game. It just can't be Tua. That's all I know. You can't have three concussions in the span of like two months, and you know, it would not uh, be a good look. Yeah, would yeah, not be a playing good look. the playoffs. He he needs to call like like they just need to call it for the season. Like he's just done, yeah. and either hopefully Teddy Bridgewater's I think it's his thumb that's injured. I don't know pinky. what what his yeah. pinky. Hopefully pinky. that heals up enough for him to be able to play, pinky. or else you're going with Skylar Thompson, and that's just terrible. That dude's not should not be in he's the NFL. Bad. He's bad. He's terrible. I agree. And can, I, I, I want to thank Kirby for the visual there of showing us what a pinky looks like. Thank you, Kirby. I appreciate that. When in doubt, pinky out. <laughs> so, so Dan, you mentioned your boy Joe Flacco keeping these yeah. Steelers out of the playoffs, but credit to Mike Tomlin once again. We did this last season, Kirby. We honestly don't have to go in a soliloquy here, okay? Yeah, the man has kept his record alive of never yes, having a losing damn good. season. Okay. Yeah, good. Congratulations. You know they started this Congratulations. Season. Yeah. You started with Mitch Trubisky. You should have expected to start off rough. Okay. Kenny Pickett was had to grow into the role. He's grown into it. They look for, they're gonna be a problem next year. They are. They are they will be a problem next year. I will say that. Yeah, they gotta they gotta work on that offense, but yeah, also TJ Watt was injured for most of the season as well. Yeah, he is he's a game <laughs> he, is, he is tough to slow down. Yeah. He's got he's got a lot of energy. Yeah. Um, yeah, hats off to him. Uh, it's just insane. I you know, the Steelers are a class. I mean, they're 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 an organization that's you know I all, almost the best in, in the NFL historically and you know recently as well. Obviously, I think uh, as far as Super Bowls, obviously the Patriots recently, but uh, in the last like 15 years. But yeah, the fact that he's done that well. Um, for so long is is unbelievable. Now I do think Matt Canada should be fired. I think I think he's a stooge. But <laughs> I, you know, other than that, I think I think if they move on from him and they continue to work on this offense and get him a couple more weapons, because there's not a he doesn't have a ton of guys to throw to right now. Um, outside of um, oh shit. Anyway, my 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 brain just went blank. But anyway, um, congratulations, yeah. Mike Tomlin. <laughs> crazy, crazy. Moving on, this game probably not to be talked about, but the 49ers dogging the Cardinals and goodbye, Cliff Kingsbury. Expected, expected. It's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. Goodbye, goodbye, Cliff Kingsbury. We hardly knew ye. 
we hardly knew ye. What we thought at the beginning of the year that was Clint good. Kingsbury would be the first coach fired. You know he should have been. And he, honestly, the, the fact that the Cardinals are now letting so Kyler Murray have input on the next head coach shows that they're not going to do any better. Because why does Kyler Murray deserve input on the head coach? Why? He, he, he's why? probably on a conference call with candidates playing Call of Duty, right? Maybe. Maybe. It's a double. It's a double RP weekend, don't you know? <laughs> Well done. Well, um. Well, well done. Well done. Thank you. <laughs> By the way, great singing. That was that was really good. I did yeah. not expect that. Oh. I didn't know you were. A, I, have, you were a I, I, I can guy. hit a good note every now and again, but you know Man. I'm not a singer unless I'm not in my ready car. for that. All right. <laughs> so this game did not. Really oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we move off the 49ers. Okay. Yep. Um. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh. Is Brock Purdy him? Uh, I think I so. Know. I think I think the, the I think the 49ers have found a diamond in the last pick. I, I mean really like uh, this is going to be very interesting to see how these playoffs go because if yeah. Purdy makes a Super Bowl run, how do you go back to Trey Lance? Yeah, how? You can't. You can't. Like that gone. that would be that would be criminal. If Brock Purdy and the 49ers made their way to the Super Bowl, it would be absolutely a federal offense to put like, Trey just, Lance back in. Yeah, like, I don't know. There's something about Purdy. Like, he's just so poised. It's he's weird. Calm. Like, he he's looks like calm. he's been in the league for years. Yeah, I yeah. know. He, ta he takes what the defense gives him, which is something that now, a lot look, of young quarterbacks don't do. Yeah, but also Kyle so. Shanahan – has really hmm. simplified things for him. And like, they obviously have a stout defense. They have crazy weapons all over the field. You True. know, the 49ers are scary, man. I'm, I'm terrified of the 49ers. Yeah. They're my, they're my, I, I think, I think going to come out of the NFC. That's that, that's my bull. That would be smart money, but man, they are. And they're, they're rolling right now too. They've got, they've got it all working. I mean, getting Christian McCaffrey was, I mean, I, I laughed at that move when it happened, but man, he has been, but again, Kyle Shanahan was the right coach knows, because he knows how yeah. to use a running back and a running right, back of his skill uh, is that's just gold to him. You can't, you can't, you can't defend him. He, he, he can do anything. It's just, it's just nuts. Yeah. It's just nuts. But yeah, there are, they are, they are a problem. And Brock Purdy is, I, I think he could be him. If, if he makes it, it, a Super Bowl run, or if he even gets the NFC Championship game, I think, I I, I think you gotta you gotta go his direction. I mean, they're for sure go gonna move off of Garoppolo. Yeah. They're they're for sure yeah. moving off of Garoppolo. Now the question is just gonna be the Trey Lance Brock Purdy situation. Like that that's yeah. what it's gonna be. So True that. it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun. <laughs> Some more games that really didn't matter. The Eagles beating the Giants. The Giants that only mattered. That mattered just because the Eagles the finally Eagles. clinched the East yeah. and they got the number one seed. Yeah, but the Giants really did. They don't. They didn't really play anybody. They didn't, they didn't put their starters yet, out there. Yeah. But yet they made it. Was still a game. So it's just like the Eagles are just not. They're not. They're not at their peak right now. So I think they definitely needed. They needed to get the one seed, get the bye, kind of you know rest up, heal up some players because got to get Jalen Hurts. They, they kind of they sure. they kind of limped. They limped into the playoffs, and Jalen Hurts yeah. does need more time they're to heal up, up that shoulder. Badly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, All right, sure. boys. Congratulations to Russell Wilson. Three touchdowns and a win over the Chargers. That was so stupid. That was so dumb by <laughs> by by the chargers like 
Why? Uh, like, like, why did you have your starters in for that long? And then Mike Williams yeah. gets hurt. <laughs> like, yeah, what are yeah. we doing? What are we That's doing? Brandon Staley for you. I mean, he's, he's, he's a, done, he's done, a done ignorant things before. Yeah. He's, he's a moron. And it's just like, Total man, stupid. and the sad thing is, is he's not going to get fired now that they made the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's got that. He's got that incentive now. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I see a lot of stuff. It's like, well, Russell Wilson wasn't the problem. Okay, he's had two good games in a row. Can we stop with that? But please? I do think that this is more showing how bad of a coach Nathaniel Hackett was. I don't. I just I don't. don't I, I just don't think Nathaniel Hackett was. Yeah, I think he was just out of his element. Like I really. Yeah, do. I don't. I don't, think, I don't think he was good. I certainly don't disagree with that. I, I I think that's definitely, you know, the case. But like, let's let's wait until let's let's see what happens next season. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, if he comes out and is terrible again, then. It, it wasn't all Nathaniel, Nathaniel, Jeez. Nathaniel Hackett's. Yeah, <laughs> he's 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 gonna go by Nathaniel now. That's his new name. So maybe he can do some subway commercials now <laughs> during his free time. All right. So another game that really didn't matter, but I'm just gonna say Kyle Trask got a little bit of action with Tampa Bay as Atlanta yeah. beat Tampa Bay. They went to Brady for a series, Blaine Gabbert, who threw a touchdown. And we saw a little bit of Kyle Trask, but obviously uh Tampa Bay resting since they won the division, getting set for the playoffs. Um Dan, your thoughts on the Ravens Bengals really quickly. I know that their quarterback, it was their third string quarterback. His name's escaping me right now. Anthony Brown. Anthony Brown. But yeah. it's basically they're playing right again next week, the Ravens and the Bengals. It's not basically, they are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right there, right there in Cincinnati once again. So. Uh yeah, it was uh it was going to be a long shot for the Ravens to to win this game. I I knew that. I was, especially offensively, it was going to be an issue with your third string quarterback. Uh, they were resting some players, and then also they're banged up as well. Um, kind of similar to Philly in that they they, I mean, it would have been nice if they could have had a first round bye, which you know obviously did not happen. They blew way too many leads this season to have a chance at that. So. Um, defensively, I was impressed with how the Ravens played. I, I felt like they did a pretty good job um, against a really, really talented Bengals offense with a ton of weapons. Um, they are a headache for any secondary to go up against their receivers. Um, and Hayden Hurst as well, the mm -hmm. former Raven who just likes to kill us for some reason. When he because he's a former Raven. <laughs> yeah. So there's a, there, there's a lot of motivation there. But no, I was impressed with the defense. Um I expected that sort of outcome. I was kind of surprised that they were in it for as long as they were. Um, and, you know, as long as we get I'm, – I'm really hoping Lamar plays. I think if Tyler Huntley plays, I, I think our chances of winning are pretty slim. Lamar is literally um, the only chance you guys have at winning, to be completely honest here. Without Lamar, like this team – like Huntley last season did a great job bad. of replacing him. But, like, again, you see the record – you saw it last season. You see it this season. When Lamar plays, you guys do find ways to win games. But mm -hmm. when he doesn't play, it falls apart. It completely yeah. has fallen apart again this season. And also, once again, you know, like you're, you're, you're expecting these backup quarterbacks to play like the unicorn. Like Lamar Jackson is a unicorn. Like nobody, there's yeah. no other Lamar Jackson out there. So he, it, you're keeping the offense the same. 
yeah. like you're keeping the offense the same, expecting these these two guys to be Lamar Jackson, and they're just not going to. And then on top of that, you yeah. don't have the weapons to be able to cover these guys the way the 49ers did to cover Brock Purdy's ass. Excuse exactly right. <laughs> yeah. You just you just you just hit the nail on the head. They don't they don't really have they don't have a Debo Samuel. They don't have a Christian McCaffrey. They don't have um let me think of who else. A uh, uh, an Ayuk. Uh, yeah. They don't they don't have any of those guys. So, you know, they have Mark Andrews and he but didn't, Mark he Andrews didn't play. has been super inconsistent this season. He's been inconsistent. Yeah. And he's and he's been banged up too. That you know, too. That's, that's that another too. Thing. So, they they've really had to I, I, I was impressed with the with the young guys that are out there. Charlie Kohler, I think it was his like his second game he's appeared in with the Ravens. He had a couple catches, but he also had a couple drops too. You expect that with a young player. I've liked what Isaiah Likely's done this season. I feel like, you know, next year he could he could become a, a big part of the offense. Um and I just don't have an, I don't have much positive to say about the offense because they didn't they didn't run the ball much. Um Gus Edwards got knocked out early in the game. J.K. Dobbins was resting. So, you know, didn't, didn't expect much from the run game. They, they, they didn't do much. Um, and they, it's, it's just they're tumbling right now offensively. I think, I think if Lamar plays, we got a good shot because he's, he, he can get us 20 to 24 points, which is, which is what we need because our defense is good enough to get off the field and, you know, when, when the time's needed to, to force a turnover. Um, and we, we know this Bengals team well. I mean, they know us well, too, obviously. And there's some, you know, there's there's some bad blood there. I mean, we saw, you know, some of the players make comments that there was some cheap shots and stuff like that. And it's it's an AFC North game, you know. They think it's going to be kind of chippy out there, um, mm-hmm. to say the least. So I, th- I think it's going to be a physical game. If Lamar doesn't play, I, I no, I don't I don't think we have a shot unless we're going to like unless we're going to return picks for touchdowns and special teams somehow becomes a factor, which it hasn't been all season. So. Uh, yeah, if he doesn't play the season, the season's over. It's a, it's a, uh, one and done situation. I, I think, I think traveling back to Cincinnati after playing Cincinnati, I, I think they can learn a lot from that. If, if you get what I'm saying, because Mm -hmm. you just played this team once before you're going back to Cincinnati doing it again. Well, this and will be the third time. Don't forget that. They, don't yeah, they always yeah, play early. On the Correct. Yeah, yeah. Third time this season, but yet back to back. I feel like this could be a very competitive and very close or, game. or, or Cincinnati, because this happened to Dallas, uh, like uh, 10 years ago. I want to say when we beat Philly, to end the season, and then we had to play Philly immediately in the wild card round, and we just completely dominated them. Um, so it, it, it can it can go either way. It can go it, it could. becomes way, and it, it it's not as if the game wasn't competitive as it was, right? I think if Lamar plays plays uh, on Sunday, like, like like last Sunday, if he played last Sunday, I think the Ravens have had a legitimate shot at winning that that game. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if he does play on this. Uh, Sunday, yeah, this Sunday night. Yeah, Sunday night, like yeah. it, it, it'll be interesting to see what happens. But I don't know. It just we just don't also, know anything about Lamar right now, right? And 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 there's concern with the rust. He hasn't played in five weeks. It's like really, he hasn't even he been practicing. He hasn't practiced in five weeks. Yeah, so that's the other thing too. Like, um, and the fact that it's fifty fifty at this point is uh, amazing to me. Um, and I don't think he's practiced so far this week. So I think I think if tomorrow. 
if he doesn't practice by well, tomorrow, yeah, the first I'm major practice is I'm next is tomorrow. So, right, you know, right. If yeah. he's not if he's not out there tomorrow, then I'm officially doubtful that he's going to play. Yeah, I if agree. Not if not completely, um, you know, accepting that he's not going to play. And I don't know. I think, I I, I think Anthony Brown, although he did have, uh, you know, he was responsible for three turnovers, which, um. One of them really wasn't his fault. It was off the receiver's hands. Uh, pick uh, the pick he threw. Um, I still think he gives us a better chance to win than Tyler Huntley does. And I think Tyler Huntley's just been brutally bad this year. Um, so I don't know. Um, I, I think it's going to be tough. I th- I, th- I think it's going to be tough. I th- I think the defense will keep the Ravens in the game, but it's just a matter of can we keep up? Can we can we put points on the board? We haven't done that. Um, so. If Lamar's not out there, we can uh, skip this uh, this game during our playoff preview. By the way, (laughs) we're basically doing it right now. There we go. Yeah, because it's a it's a it's a double back game. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, move moving on. Um, (laughs) The Lions defeating the Packers to keep the Packers out of the playoffs on Sunday night. By way of that, the Seahawks, with their overtime win against the Rams, get into the playoffs. But the Lions just showing grit there. Hey, congratulations to Geno Smith, man. He made it. Listen, the Seahawks won the trade. They won the trade. They, they, won, they won. They, they won the trade. Won. They're going to get a good draft pick out of Denver. And, you know, and, and, and they're in the playoffs. And they got, I mean, where's Russ? Russell Wilson's at home. Like, they're paying their quarterback a lot less than an arm and a leg, too. That's for damn that sure. Too, that, too. <laughs> that, too. So. Yeah, we don't have to talk about this game. There's, I don't really have much on the Seahawks, Rams. Yeah, we already talked about Green Bay, Detroit. Yep. So, um, last. Let's end it. Just do it. Just bring it up. Let's just rip the bandaid off. Let's do it. Let's do it. Just rip the bandaid off. How about them Cowboys, Carlos? How you feeling, buddy? Uh, I mean, I'm still feeling pretty good because you know we're in the playoffs and your happy asses are on the couch. It's fine. It's a good you know, point. It's cool. We beat you guys earlier in the season. So. You know, you didn't see me running around, you know, <laughs> texting memes and all that stuff constantly. Like, oh, is that what is that what he was doing to you? Is that what he was doing? Oh, you saw it in the group message. He was, he was okay. He, he was resending memes. It's just uh, like, dude, we already true. saw that's it. True. He's like, sorry, I have a lot of people to like. I got a lot, a lot of rounds to make. I don't know what I sent where. <laughs> Like, all right, dude. I'd be like, big, big loser energy. This is how you know the Cowboys live rent free in everybody's head. Well, that is true. That is, that is, that's a great point. We live rent free in your head, Kirby. Literally, like, we truly do. Listen, we're no, 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 every, no, no, every no, time, no, no, no. every time no, 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 you lose. listen, it's not anytime, yeah, anytime the Cowboys lose, what's the first yeah. thing he does? He put, he puts on, he puts on, how about them Cowboys? Like, it's just like, dude, we live rent free in your head. It's okay. We understand. You wish you could. Sure, we haven't won a Super Bowl in 26 years, but y'all haven't won one in 30. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Like, sure. Like, like, sure. We've been like, we've, we don't make a run to the championship game, but at least we can make the playoffs. Y'all, like, we've had back to back 12 win seasons. You guys have had back to back seven win seasons. Actually, no, you guys are eight and nine this year. Eight, mm-hmm. eight, and one. Eight, 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 eight and one. one. Five hundred. Yeah, we're five hundred <laughs> on the season with a tie. Yeah. So, all right, you do. I'm, I'm, I'm done. Well, <laughs> l- let me say this
this was absolutely not the result I was expecting with Sam Howell. Uh, I, yeah, but it's it's one game. I, I, I don't know. Again, that's, but also, is Dallas okay, okay, really okay, okay. not trying to win this so, game? So, so that's what I was – I'd be like, you got to expect – you got to think that Dallas we're gonna wasn't going to dig into over. their bag too much because they don't want to show too much to Tampa. We know we're facing Tampa Bay. We knew it, okay? We've been knowing this for the past few weeks, okay? I think the disappointing thing and the problem with the Dallas Cowboys fan base is that every slight inconvenience after every single loss, it's the end of the freaking world. I understood week one, right? When we lost to Tampa, we looked terrible in that game, right? We looked awful. And on top of that, we were still kind of hurting from the playoff loss to the 49ers where this team just laid an egg like like they just they got hit in the mouth by the 49ers and didn't respond right but like seriously like after every single loss you see it on bleacher report you see it all over the place like you see it on all the cowboys post game shows the fans act as if like oh my goodness the sky is falling it's just like man like like we got to keep our expectations in check now in terms of again were we were we not really trying to win this game i think dallas i I just don't think dallas had it like like i think we already knew we were in the playoffs and the juice just wasn't there do i think that they purposely laid down and let washington win no i don't think that i think they did give it a you know give it a shot but they obviously didn't want to show too much in their playbook because again tampa bay is resting they don't want to give Tom Brady too much on what we're doing in terms of defensive scheme and offensive plays. And I just think at a certain point, they were just like, look, we just don't have it today. And, you know, Sam, how, you know, good for him. He, he, he looked pretty solid. I mean, I, I don't, I don't think you can necessarily determine he's your franchise quarterback for the future, but I think this is definitely. I, I've seen half the fan base say that already. Yeah, but your fan base is just problem. dying. Is dying that's for problem. Not, you guys not have. Me. You not guys me, have been. You got, hold, hold on, hold Can on. I? The Washington fan base has been so deprived of good quarterback play, right? Oh, that any again, game. Taylor Heineke was the mm-hmm. guy for a while. Uh, you know, you guys were I mean, not you, Kirby, but you know, they were that was the Washington. I don't know about the Carson Wentz thing. I don't know how I, I'm pretty sure the reaction was all together that it was just like, what do we do? What, what are y'all doing? Yeah. Um, well, you know, not everyone. Well, yeah, not everyone, but you know, um, but sorry, you, you know, Alex Smith, you know, even though he was, I was basically on one leg, you know, he's the, he was playing good enough that you guys were like, please don't go. Please don't go. But like the dude was barely moving in the pocket as it was. You guys have been so deprived of good quarterback play that like you guys want to crown this kid after just one game against the team that wasn't necessarily trying. Like, and Matt, if this, like, like let's flip games here. We saw what Dallas looks like when they try against Washington. We saw it earlier in the season. We, <laughs> we, we demolished. At a certain mm-hmm. point, you just got to think Dallas just did not want to try anymore. Uh, and I, I'm not taking anything away from the fact that, yes, Dallas did dominate. But could we have seen a different result if Taylor Heineke was in that game? We will never know. Nah, but- I, I don't know. I, just something just it's what it, it's, it was just one of those games where like it all just started going wrong for Dallas from from the jump, the punt. 
you know, you, you know, the punter dropping the ball, Turpin yeah. fumbling it. It just all just kind of went wrong, and it's just like everything was the going in Washington's sick. favor. The picks yeah, Dak had I that was Dak had one of his that was Dak had one of his worst games I've ever. Seen. He it was threw it to the same guy. Well, twice. not only that, he didn't even look off the receiver. Like he literally just threw it right back to yeah. him in that same spot. It's right like, on, him. on top of that, you're throwing it to Noah Brown. Why are we throwing it to Noah Brown? Well, like and Michael Gallup, like like there was barely any mo like motion. Look, we're 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 harping on this game too long. Uh, at the end of the day, Dallas looked completely awful. In a way, I think this will be good for Dallas because, you know, we we not we know we cannot we can't come out and perform like that or else we're we're done. Yeah. Zach Martin had the quote. He's like, we put out a performance like that, our season's over basically. At, from this yeah, point I forward, think- and given what happened last year, where it's the same it's the same scenario, week eighteen, we already know we're in the playoffs. We're playing. We're we're in Philly. We dominate the Eagles. And then what happens? We come out against the 49ers and we just, like I said, we completely laid an egg. We got smacked in the mouth. Nothing. We were feeling ourselves after that game. We were like, oh, yeah, we're back. We're, you know, we're back in like our early season form. Hopefully, this is going to motivate the boys to understand that, like, you know, like, like this, this isn't a game anymore. Like, we have to go now. Like, this is it. So we'll see. Yeah. I, I, I agree. Um, it's, it almost serves no greater motivation than like, okay, well now we're fired up for next week. We know, and you know, it's winter go home. You can't, you can't lay another egg. Um, I, I think, I think the Cowboys are going to use this to, to win. I to certainly win hope so because Mike I, McCarthy, I, think so. I think Mike McCarthy's job Sorry. is on the line here. I truly do. Yeah. We cannot yeah. make another first round exit like at all. And especially against this Bucks team who has looked terrible this season, all has season kind of find their front has found a little spark here lately, <laughs> but still Dallas should be able to beat this team. They, we should, we, well, we honestly is. should. This is not the Tampa Bay that we faced, you know, last <laughs> year me. in the season opener. Like this is not the same Tampa Bay. Yeah. This is a team that someone had to win that division. It just so happened to be the Bucks. So, um, yeah, I, I think I think the problem for Washington is, I mean, Carlos laid it out perfectly. The second you have a quarterback that has a decent game, you want to make him the next ruler of Washington. It's like not you know, man, let's, not man. Let's. I, I I'm not saying I'm just saying the fan base in general. I see it. I see. I mean, I'm on social media too. I know. I know what people say. Um, it's a very. I mean, social media in general. So Carlos, I just want to go back to your original statement way back when you said that the Cowboys fan base is the sky's falling. I think that's true of every fan base on social media. It's it is a toxic, toxic, toxic place to be when your team has a bad game because it's like everyone wants everybody fired immediately and let's burn this team to the ground and start over. It's 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 very over. Yeah, people just need to keep their expectations. Like again, only one out of thirty-two wins the Super Bowl. That's it. It's that's super it. hard to win games in the NFL. Yep. The, the, the Dallas Cowboys just had back-to-back twelve-win seasons. Like. We haven't done that since I think it was the 90s. Like, right. The it's super days. rare to do this. Yeah. 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 I think I, and I, I again, I, I think Dallas will be motivated by this. I, I think they're going to be fine. Um, Washington, I think, I think you just have to weigh your options next year, quarterback. You can't come into the season with the expectation that one guy is going to start over the other two. Um, Carson Wentz is definitely, you he's can't, gone. You, he's gone. You can't, I think you, he's done. You can't go back to him. You can't go back to him. That was a horrible mistake when they brought him in. Never should have done it to begin with. I think all three of us said that when that happened. Um, 
you know, that was that was a big mistake. I, I think Sam Howell could be the starting quarterback, but I don't know. Um, who knows? Uh, I, I think you have to go into the offseason and training camp next year with an open mind. Also, I don't know who's going to be the head coach. I, I don't think Ron Rivera should – I, well, I think the offensive coordinator Scott Turner just got let go today. I think I think he's I think Scott Turner's was the scapegoat here. I think Ron Rivera's coming back for another year, and of they're just going to go with a different. Of course, course he is. Yes. Brutal. It's because brutally bad. Ron Rivera and we are I, harping I, on this game a lot right now. I, so, I, yeah, I, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, I, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I don't. Guys I'm team. not sure so. if we discussed it on this podcast, but Ron Probably Rivera not. will be staying <laughs> because of the fact that he came in to try to change culture for the Washington Commanders, and he has done a good job of changing the culture. I just but don't think he's been making a the good right coach. Yeah, but that's what I was about to say. I don't think in terms of like I the actual coaching so accent for him because of the fact. Slow he your roll. Hold on. Slow, slow your slow your roll. Slow your roll there. Okay. In terms of coaching, yes, like 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 he's. He's just not great, right? He's just not. Uh, again, you come out looking like this on a game that doesn't matter, but where was all this last week in the game that mattered? Your playoff host won the line. When, no. And then when the reporters ask him, he gets like he gets upset and offended and yells at them. It's like, dude, dude, dude yeah. it's like it's it's a legit question. Like, where was this passion a week ago? Where where was this why didn't your team come together when it mattered? When you could have you could have gotten into the postseason. So, you know. That's that's a whole other thing too. The way he treats the media is, I, I'm over it. I'm over it. Like the yeah. guys just after yeah, they beat the Bears, I'm done. And he was like, I put up, yeah, this exactly, on Carson, and he walks off. Yeah, he's like, you know, he just goes off. It's like it's a legit question. Like, come on, it's not like the guys asking for your social security. Long story short, I like I agree too that like I don't think Ron Rivera should be the coach here. I think he, I think, yeah. I think he should move into a more off like corporate office type of position and where I he's see more, uh, more establishing the cult, like the culture guy, that's what he should be and leave the football decisions to somebody else at this point, because, or in Agreed. terms of coaching, because I just don't think he's, I, it's clear. Like we've, it's been three seasons and you won the division at seven and nine last year. You only won seven games. And this year you, you went eight, eight and one, like the, the, the progression is not there. Right, there. we it's just not, and it's just you. Three years is a is a good sample size, in my opinion. Not to mention, you're going to have likely in the off season a new owner, and that's you know that they're. they're I hope the I hope there's a new owner. I hope this freaking team gets a new stadium. Okay, they're the reason why we're not getting any World Cup games over here. I know the I hell. Know they're the reason why Taylor Swift doesn't do concerts over here. The hell. No, I know it's crazy. Well, listen, the last thing I want to ask, in honest opinion, and make it short because we have to move on here. Yeah. Sam Howell's performance. <clears throat> did you think he did a good job, or do you think it was, it was just a good performance, but start? it's not enough for me to name him the starter? I'm not asking that. I'm just okay. asking. It was a good performance. It was a good performance. <laughs> it was a good performance. Yeah. What about you, good. Dan? Yeah, yeah, it was good. He de he definitely played well. But like Carlos said, you can't you can't crown him anything, and you can't. You know, you you can't say he's the future because you don't know. You just I, don't I will say the arm size. strength looked pretty good with a few. All right, we need right. to we need to we need to move on. Yeah, we got to move on. We can't on. we can't keep harping okay. on okay. Sam. Howell. We're, we're moving on, but just the more of the story. How about them Cowboys? And when we return, we will break through and talk about 
the start of the NFL playoffs right after this. You're listening to the Kirby on Sports Podcast. For sports fans living in condominium and homeowners associations, as well as business professionals, when you need a reserve study, PM Plus Reserves has been in business since 1990. Their studies are accurate and easy to understand. Check them out when your association needs a study, www.pmplusreserves.com. You can also contact them at 703-803-8436. Once again, www.pmplusreserves.com. Is it finally time to upgrade your home's interior? How about with an authentic farm table made locally from recycled barn wood? Shenandoah Primitives, based right here in Winchester, Virginia, makes farm tables, benches, tables, coffee tables, and a long list of other items for your home decorating needs. At Shenandoah Primitives, function and style are combined for great furniture that will last generations. If you're interested in combining the industrial look of metal with wood or considering something incredibly unique with a live edge, Shenandoah Primitives turns those ideas into reality. Thinking about a mirror, wine rack, or other accent piece for your home, Shenandoah Primitives can assist with that as well. As a local small business, Shenandoah Primitives is happy to work with each client for a custom design or schedule an appointment to come out and view current inventory. Local high-quality handmade items can be found at Shenandoah Primitives. Find us on Facebook and Instagram or visit us at www.shenandoahprimitives.com. Once again, that's www.shenandoahprimitives.com. It is it now time. Exhausting, always rooting for the anti-hero. Okay. <laughs> okay. Not sure what that was, but it is time for the drive as we drive you through all the matchups that are coming up. Wild Card Weekend. It's brought to you by Barry Heston Termite Services. You may have heard the saying, it's not if your home will get termites, it's when. At Barrett Pest and Termite Services, we're doing our best to refute that saying one home at a time. Our thorough inspections and treatments are designed to keep your home or business termite-free. Termites cause $5 billion in damages every year. A preemptive inspection is one of the best ways to keep that from happening to you. Because once you see evidence of termites with the naked eye, you can be sure they've already been at work for some time. Put a stop to termites and the damage they do by calling Barrett Pests and Termite Services, 540-340-3922. Barrett Pest and Termite Services, 540-340-3922. Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Okay, hold on. Stop, 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 stop. Dan, you couldn't see this, okay? You couldn't see this. Kirby was going at it backstage. What? What oh. do you mean? Kirby was going at it backstage. Oh, hold on. No. Hold on. You gotta, hold your you horses. Proof. Hold your horses. Look at him. 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 Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Look at him. 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 Oh, look, he's going crazy during that ad. What? What? What was that? 
just know that is oh, uh for, for the podcast yesterday. I just showed a video of Kirby dancing backstage while we just played that ad. And he <laughs> was dancing. He was he was going at it. Oh, oh, he was he was doing it the whole time. That's just the end. Okay. That's the end. He was whew. man. Whew. All right. We ready? Thank okay, you for showing me that. Too. That was that that made my night for sure. I appreciate that. <laughs> You're a real one for that one. All right, Kirby, go ahead. You got control of the podcast. It's yours. Yes. <laughs> go for it. All right. Uh, Carlos. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what's wrong with dancing, bro? No, there's nothing wrong. I just wanted to show the people. I just wanted yeah. to show them. He I just wanted to. He... I wanted Dan to see the magnificence that I witnessed. <laughs> I am so glad you did. I am so glad you did. All right, we're ready to do this. Let's go. Let's Saturday, go. January 14th. Sunday, January 15th. In Monday, January 16th, it is the super wild card weekend. That was terrible. It's super wild card weekend. <laughs> super wild card weekend. You don't do it right. You don't do it Okay, right. whatever. Let's get into it. Stop critiquing how I introduce things, Carlos, and let's talk about these Never. Games. Because that's what the audience wants. They want me to hold you accountable so you can be a better host. You're welcome. You're welcome, America. They, we we have read the fan mail. Believe me. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, the they say. fan mail. They say you're the Russell Wilson of this podcast. <laughs> if you if you have any fan he mail, said, I'm feeling know. dangerous. If you have any fan <laughs> mail, Mr. Unlimited. <laughs> All right, this is off the rails. Let's get Woo. this back. Let's get this back. Let's oh, get this back. Man. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're getting off the rails. This is the pick'em. Um, we're doing a pick'em again, and the loser has to eat 24 pancakes. No, 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 no. Can no, no, we no, no. can we remind everyone? Uh, no, who won let, last let me year? let me who's the winner. Let, yeah, let go me, ahead. Dan go was ahead. the winner la last year. I came in second place. Kirby came in last place. His punishment was to eat 24 pancakes in 24 hours. Okay. At IHOP, he never fulfilled this, <laughs> this, this said punishment. So, in uh, the spirit of the competition, we have given him, uh, we 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 have decided individual punishments for each other. Okay, if Kirby comes in last place again this year, he doubles his intake and has to eat forty eight pancakes in twenty four hours. Good luck, my dude. <laughs> okay. If Dan loses this year, he will then also have to eat 24 pancakes along with Kirby because Kirby still has to pay up for last year. Okay. <laughs> Either way, Kirby's still eating 24 pancakes. Okay. Yeah. If I lose, I have to do the Hot Ones Challenge live on this podcast. And I will, of okay. course, pay because I'm a man of my word. I'm a man of my word if I lose, but I'm not going to lose. Okay. Because I'm not. Because I'm not. I'm not. I've set it up for you. All right. That's great. Well, well that is the pick -em. That's how it's going to work. Uh, um, let's explain it for the listeners because not everybody's watching. Yes. That's yeah, true. It, That's true. This is a podcast, too. Yes. Yeah, yes. Of. Okay. So if you are not watching on YouTube, we have the pick -em up on screen right now. The uh, I can't even say the name. The Seahawks 49ers, <sighs> Chargers, Jags. Dolphins, Bills, Giants, Vikings, Ravens, Bengals, and Cowboys, uh, Bucks. 
Uh, and we're going to do a pick them each and every week. And we're going to see how it goes and see who gets the best overall. So that's how it's going to go. So I guess we're just going to recap all these games and we're going to preview, not recap. They haven't been done yet. <laughs> you know, you, you, you got me off the rails. You got me off. No, 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 no. This is, <laughs> you see, this is why you, you are now the Russell Wilson because a little thing goes off. You don't play well. All right, come on. Let's go, <laughs> Mr. Unlimited. Let's go. <laughs> we just, are going to sandwich. preview. Let's preview starting with the Seahawks and the 49ers. Lean sweep. Yeah. I mean, I think it's safe to say. Listen, the Niners are going to win this one. Yeah, it is a I mean, uphill battle for the Seahawks to win this I, game. I, I, it, yeah, it would, I really think considered so. the it's biggest It's going to be very hard. It would be considered one of the biggest upsets in the postseason, I think. Uh, I think the um, Dolphins Bills would be a more big okay. would be a bigger upset. Fair. Than I can agree there. with you there. Yeah. So but I think we're all in agreement. San Francisco is going to win. I, th- there's yeah. not much to really say on this game, to be yeah. completely honest. Like we all know, San Francisco is just a better team. Yeah, I agree. The Chargers and the Jags. This is going to be a fun one. Dan the Lone Wolf picking the Jags. Hey, yeah, I respect it. I respect it. I respect this game it was too. this game was tough for me because um, I don't know. They're pretty. I I I I think the Chargers are slightly better, but I I just feel like the Jags are riding the momentum, are riding the wave right now, and that matters at the end of the regular season. Here's the thing that really sucks: is the winner of this game is probably going to play the Chiefs. So in reality, I would probably want the Jags to win. Because the Chargers always play the Chiefs very tough. Yeah, and they've and they've seen them already twice this year. So you yeah, got that as well. <laughs> and both Third games time. literally went down from to the wire. And it's very hard for a team to beat another team three times in a year. Yeah, yeah. I think it's 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 definitely an upset if Jacksonville wins this game. But um, but I don't know. I I just I kind of I kind of like their energy. I like what they've been doing. Um, I think Trevor Lawrence is is going to have a great game. And you just it would it was just cra- it's crazy to think like if you would have said last year that the Jags were gonna be a playoff team at the end of this season like it'd be like well, what or it's even even like you know four weeks five weeks into the season like no way the the Jags are gonna be in the postseason but here but here they are they made it in and um, I think they uh, I I think they won a very close competitive um, physical game I think it's gonna be a very physical game. And I wouldn't be surprised if Brandon Staley, hot take, costs the Chargers in some way in this game. It's not that it's not that hot of a take. I mean, the Chargers are Maybe a not. cursed franchise. It feels like they're so, cursed. Like anything, they're cursed. anything, and everything bad could and will probably happen. To them. I, I, I think yeah. it's going to be really close, regardless. I just think it's going to be. I mean, it's the battle of the long-haired quarterbacks. You know, who, who's going to get the you know the title of sunshine? You know, a little remember <laughs> the Titans reference for you. Um, yeah, and uh, it, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, I just think. I just think ultimately, I think the Chargers just have much. You know, they have a lot of talent. It'll be interesting to see what happens with Mike Williams if he's going to be able to play or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, they said back spasms was the issue, and he had to be helped on the bus. So. That's not a good sign. So we'll see. We'll see where it goes. But I just think ultimately the Chargers are, you know, they're getting, they just got Joey, but not Joey Bosa. Um, Yeah. Joey Bosa. Yeah. They just got Joey Bosa back. So uh, Khalil Mack is good They're They've gotten healthier. 
obviously to Mike Williams thing is one thing, but Keenan Allen is starting to run a lot better now uh, than he was like earlier in the season. Um, I just think, I just think this is going to be Herbert's coming out party. I think for sure. I, I think the Chargers are just going to, I think they're going to win, but I'm not saying like Jacksonville's going to get blown out of the water. Like Jacksonville's going to put up a fight, but I just think this is the Chargers' time to win this game. I'm not to make a run, but to win this game. Moving on, the Bills and the Dolphins. I just think the nobody Easy circles pick. the wagons like the yeah. Buffalo Bills. Yeah, everybody, right? We we all pick the Bills, and obviously they, they have the extra motivation of the whole. I think Demar Hamlin might be at this game. I think he might be coming. And uh, that that would be is it in Buffalo? That would be amazing. It's in Buffalo. It, so if it's it in Buffalo and Demar Hamlin's going to be there, I would not be surprised if he if he's either wheelchaired or walked. I, I'm not sure what his current situation is in terms of if he's actually yeah. walking, but if they push him to the 50 yard line or he oh, walks to the 50 yard line pregame, it's... you know how loud that stadium will get. Do you oh, yeah. well, listen? We already know motion. the Buffalo fan base is going to be absolutely. It's already electric. Yeah. So yeah. it's going to be electrifying. And the it. problem with the Dolphins is they haven't been playing good leading up to this. Their quarterback situation is in turmoil right now. So uh, I, I just don't see any way that Buffalo really loses to the Dolphins here, especially if it's Skylar Thompson playing. Ugh. Yeah. There's so much left in the air. Um, like Carlos mentioned earlier, to start two in this game would sort of be almost criminal uh, based on his concussion history this season. Um, I think it's just smart to have him sit out and get healthy because l- listen, m- like mental health and that sort of stuff is way more important than a, pl- than a, than a football game. I don't care what anybody mm-hmm. says. Um, so yeah, with, with Skylar Thompson starting, th- there's slim to none change. Even with Teddy Bridgewater starting, it's still slim to none here. <laughs> yeah, totally agree. Totally agree. So let's yeah. move on. Yeah. Moving on, the Giants and the Vikings. Uh, Dan and myself have picked the Vikings. Carlos has picked the Giants. I could see the Giants come out and play spoiler, but I just think the Vikings have... Too many weapons on offense. But stop! No, 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 no! Don't, don't do that! Don't do that! Because, because here's why: they literally played each other a few weeks ago, right? Mm -hmm. The Giants were the better team that day. They were much better. They've been playing better. They have a better coach, in my opinion, and Brian Dayball. I think the Giants are going to are going to upset the Vikings. Like I just do. I just have this feeling that like they are. I just the Vikings are frauds. They truly are. They are not as good as their record says they are. And they've they sure they've won a lot of one score games, but I just don't I, I just don't believe in the Vikings. And the Giants right now are playing great football. Yeah, this game this game was tough for me as well. Um it, it was I, tough, I will admit. I had that thought in the back of my head as well. The fact that the Vikings have really been a team where you just don't know which team's going to show up on the field. Um, I just, I think, I think they'll finally get it right in this game. I, I, I think they don't really have a choice. You're paying Kirk Cousins six thousand billion, six thousand billion, six billion dollars a game uh, to step out on the field. He's, he's got to, he's got to win a playoff game here. Um, and I think, I, I think it comes in this game. I think it's going to be another nail biter. I think it's going to come down to the end. And as the Vikings have done most of the season, I think they're going to win a one-score game. The Giants are, I mean, their future is very bright, though. And I think that, um, uh, you know, I, I, I would not be shocked if the Giants find a way to win this game. I, I think Carlos made a great point. 
They're playing great football right now. Um, they have such a great motivator and head coach in Brian Dayball, as as Carlos mentioned. And I know we're going to talk about him, uh, I'm sure, in the awards um, section as well. So I don't want to spoil it much more. But yeah, I think that I think the Vikings get it done. It's going to be a close game. It really all depends on what Kirk Cousins shows up. Um, that's, I mean, to me, that's the deciding factor in this game. If um, is this game in prime time? I'm a little concerned. No, 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 it's no, not. No, no. It's, it's, four, it's the 425. I mean, every every game is game. essentially prime time because they're the only game that's right. on. Right, but you know, if it's if it's a night game, then Kirk Cousins. Is I mean, it's gonna be it. a night game. It's gonna eventually get dark. <laughs> true, true, true. So I think I think the Vikings pull it out. But I, I, I again, I think it's going to come down to the end, and uh, it's going to be another nail biting nail biting game for them, as it's been for most of the season. Um, so. You got you 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 have to earn to get those close games. Um, you know, I think if I I don't know I I don't I don't necessarily think they're frauds, but I I do think I, I do think, think they listen. Sort of, I will I will be the one that goes on the limb. The Vikings are fraudulent. They're frauds. They are frauds. They and, are not. And a good you know what? Team. And you know what? I have to give you credit because you've been saying that for most of weeks. the season. Weeks. <laughs> weeks. Now, so yeah. I think I think they pull it out, but it's man, it's 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 going to be a good game. I think this is going to be one of the ones that really is comes down to the wire for sure. Yep. Yeah, I I, I agree. Um, I I still feel like where the flaw is going to be is the Vikings on defense because their defense over the past few weeks has not been the best. Just say. So I, I'll leave it at that, but I think it's going to be a really close game. We touched on the Ravens and the Bengals. Do we need to do any more touching on that? Not them? really, no. I mean, oh, I guess we just got to say Kirby and me both picked the Bengals. Dan, of course, I mean, he has to pick the Ravens. It's his team. Got to do it. Um, got to do it. You, you got to. I understand. I understand completely. But I think it's just it's a tough road. It, tough I, I think road. Yeah, I think it's just too tough of a game. For especially with the whole Lamar, the question of Lamar going, like I just don't think the Ravens are going to have enough to beat the Bengals, anyways. All yeah, right. I, don't, I don't necessarily disagree. Um, yeah, I think if I think if Lamar plays, though, he's the X factor, obviously, and uh, I think I think we found a way find a way to squeak by. So yeah, we t- we talked about this game for quite a while earlier, so I th- don't think we have to cover it. Yeah, yeah, yeah much yeah. more. So. Monday yep. night super wild. I hate this. I truly hate Monday this. night. I, Monday night playoff game this is bad. Go- yeah, like why? Brutal. Like why are we doing Monday? Like, let's. It's a super wild card weekend. Monday is not part of the weekend. Like you're yeah. making me wait an extra day <laughs> to suffer here. Monday night is gonna be <laughs> terrible for me, dude. Well, Look you you know why they did that because it's Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. Yeah, on but the you, call. we could have easily just done that. Like, like they did it this past freaking weekend. Like they had <laughs> yeah. Joe Buck and Troy Aikman on Saturday. Like, why yeah. can't we have them on Saturday night? <laughs> it's true. It's a good point. It's kind of. I do, it's kind I of do, I do not like Monday discussion. night. Like, like Monday night is like Monday is like the hardest day of the week, anyways, as it is. Well, and then I got to come back home and suffer through this playoff game because this playoff game is not going to be fun for me at all. <laughs> I have a well, and then you can't and then you can't sleep because you're amped up after the game's over. Exactly. So like, like I, I have a confession to make. Mm-hmm. Last year, when the Cardinals played the Rams on Monday night mm-hmm. wild card, I lasted five minutes through the first quarter and fell asleep 
I was God. dead tired. How could you do that? You are you are a terrible person. I know. You're an awful human being, I dude. Felt You're the terrible, worst. Man. I felt terrible, should... but that's how Mondays usually that's are. That's 13 lashings for you. <laughs> I'm, 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 I <laughs> On top of the pancakes while you while you're eating your pancakes. <laughs> you will be lashed while you eat the pancakes for that. This <laughs> atrocity, this this holy <laughs> sin that you've committed. But with that being said, I am picking uh, the Buccaneers. Yeah, surprise, surprise. Of you just don't you ever are. want to pick the Cowboys. Give yeah. me your reasons. Tom Brady is undefeated against uh, the Dallas Cowboys. In the regular season, not in the playoffs, so that record doesn't count. Well, I, I'm going with him. I think I think it's, the Bucs have the upper hand. I feel like the Commanders really just dug into Dallas's grave, wow, just started digging their grave, and, you know... I just think the Bucs so have the arrogant. upper hand, the slate upper hand. Oh, how okay, and what what have you seen this season that somehow gives them the upper hand? Well, Fournette. Is it because they're at home? Fournette? Yeah, Fournette ran all over them last game. They just got in week one. Yeah. You're trying to go back to week one when Dallas was uh, was uh, was in shambles. <laughs> Kirby, what like what are you doing? Hey, you you know you might not agree with me, but I, that's just no how because I feel. your logic makes no sense sometimes. Fournette last time during week one, 18 weeks ago, you know when teams were all starting out fresh, and the Tampa Bay didn't look any good that back then, and still haven't looked good since. You know, are somehow the better uh, have the upper hand here? What? You know, I, I think Tom you know what? Brady I think Ryan Suckup is the MVP of this game. I think he kicks 10. No, let's see. That's <laughs> that's just ridiculous. You know, I just think Tom Brady has some weapons he can go to. I know. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. Injured some, but still, I, I think the box and Tom Brady will have a good game plan coming into this. And I, I think don't disagree. And this agree. will be a close game. I'm not saying Tampa's going to blow Dallas out of the water and make Dow uh, Dak Prescott cry. That's I don't think that would happen. I'm just saying, I think the Bucs have a slight upper hand because of Tom Brady. He's been in this position before. Yeah, but, but come on. But Car it's not Carlos the, it's not the he's same not, Brady. He's not the same Brady. We're not talking about the same Brady. against the Cowboys. I'm not sorry. Not even the same as last That's year. That's just how I feel. And this is where you lose this challenge, and you're going to eat 48 pancakes because you're making a stupid choice here. Again, what have the <laughs> Bucks shown you all season that makes you think that they have, you know, any the, the uh, like? I just don't understand this upper hand theory that you have here. I don't see it. I don't see like, like Dallas. Even during Dallas's losses, aside from this past loss against the Commanders, which again mm. I think is going to motivate the Cowboys more. More than the, the, they started digging the grave over here. They digging the grave <laughs> over here, okay? Because they didn't. Okay, let's be completely uh -huh. honest here. I, I mean, li listen. In every loss, Dallas has put up points. We this team puts up points. Okay. Mm -hmm. The question is, is that can the can the defense play to the level that they played at earlier in the season? Because to be completely honest, Dallas's defense has been slacking a little bit the past couple of weeks. Obviously, there's been injuries. Lane Vanderesh has been injured. We lost, uh, you, you know, we lost uh, Anthony Brown earlier in the you know in the season. So our secondary has been kind of wishy-washy. Of course, you know, we we lost um, not was not Jordan. Was it Jordan Lewis? Yeah. 
I don't know. We just lost a lot of people in the secondary, right? And we're still trying to figure that out. We got Duran Bland, who, as far as I'm concerned, is fine. He obviously came out later, late in the game against the Commanders with an apparent chest injury, but apparently he's going to be all good to go. And we just signed Xavier Rhodes to the practice squad, and he's probably going to get bumped up to the main roster. Um, so that should be helpful in terms of, you know, defense. Okay. The question is, is can this pass rush finally start getting to the quarterback again? Because they have dropped. Tampa Bay does not have a good offensive line. Their offensive line yeah. is in shambles still. True. And that's another reason why Brady has been struggling this season because he just doesn't have time. Now, yeah, Brady can get rid of the ball quickly, but Trayvon Dix has been, for the most part, has been a lockdown corner. He, uh, for, for the most part, he has kept a lot of the big-name wide receivers in check. Of course, he still occasionally has the blunder and, tr- and is a little too aggressive. But for the most part, he shuts down his side of the field. And I expect him to be able to shut down Mike, you know, Mike Evans. The question is, can we contain Chris Godwin and can we stop the running game? We're getting um, we, the guy that we traded for from, from the Raiders. We're, we're getting him back. Uh, I can't remember his name, but he's a big body, like he's a big boy whose main thing is stopping the run. Okay, where, 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 where do you see the advantage here for Tampa Bay? Tampa Bay has not. He just doesn't want to. They they barely they barely beat the Carolina Panthers for the division. Okay, they've you know they struggled against the Falcons earlier in the season they, they've just struggled all season everybody was uh, again being like oh brady's the go brady's the go for making a comeback against the losing record new orleans saints the andy <laughs> dalton led saints everybody's <laughs> so impressed by it yeah. i was not i was this is not the same brady that we saw last year or throughout his career this brady is old he is now now granted yes it is the playoffs i do expect tom brady to come out with everything in this game. I expect the best version of Tom Brady here, but I still think the Dallas Cowboys are a better team. I still think they're more talented. C.D. Lamb, Michael Gallup, T.Y. Hilton has become has come out of nowhere. You know, obviously we have the running game with Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard, who, you know, got some rest and is going to, you know, hopefully be good to go for this game. You know, like, and hopefully Dak Prescott gets it cleaned up and does not, doesn't make stupid decisions here, which I've been saying for the past week. I hope he does, but he hasn't done it yet. Hopefully this is the week he does it. I think Dallas wins this game 28 to 24. That's what I'm feeling here. And it's going to be a last, uh, there'll be a two minute drive that gets us the win here. Yeah. Um, I, I actually think Dallas runs away with this game. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I think it's uh I think it's like 28 to 13 or something like that. I think uh I think they win by two scores. So, and I think well, it's one of those situations where <clears throat> Dallas is ahead uh pretty much the entire game and in Tampa I'll, gets I'll put a garbage it this time. Way. I'll put score. it this way. If if the Cowboys win, I'll, oh well, I I got the pick roll. But I I just feel in my gut. I have a gut feeling that no, nah, you're just Tampa a Cowboys hater. It's fine, Kirby. We get I it. I mean, the you... thing is, the thing is, if this was any other year and it was Brady, I, I you you had you can't bet against Brady. We know that. But this this is not the same Tom Brady. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This isn't the same. This isn't the same Bucks. Like like in in general, they're just not the same. And this don't... Just isn't the same Brady. They haven't found a rhythm. They still but hey, I don't think found a rhythm. But hey, Kirby so. wants to go out on a limb here. He wants to risk getting forty-eight pancakes. It's fine. It's coming his way. I can, I can, I can, I can see the. Steam and look, if Dallas, and, and again, 
it's it's not like I'm delusional here. There's all of course there is the quite easy possibility that Dallas blunders this game, okay? Because it's just been in the history of the Dallas Cowboys lately. One and done, breaking all the fan base's heart. So it's not like I'm like 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 obviously like I'm hyping myself up for this game here, right? But there is that realistic expectation of like, okay, let's not get too high on this because if <laughs> Dallas loses, you're gonna be devastated. Okay. And and it's just it's not out of the question because sure, what what Kirby said at the beginning is true. Dallas has never beaten Brady. We never have. And it's it's not out of the question that we don't beat him here because who's to say that him and Mike Evans don't just start going off and going crazy? Him and Chris Godwin don't start going off and going crazy. Like playoff I Lenny shows is, up. Yeah, I think I I, I think Dallas's defense is going to hunker down and 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 have a good game. And I mean they they have to know, because the the they, offense they do. Yeah, the, they, uh, they need to get takeaways here, and they need to get to Brady. They need to start hitting Brady because that's the way you get him uncomfortable. Yep, yep, and that's that's what's done it all season for him. That's why he's been the way he is. He's you you hit him, and he's not the same quarterback. Plus, he's a statue. He's not he's not moving once he's, he's yeah. He's not he's a mobile. Dead. He's so we don't have to worry about him. We like like having the running like yeah, Sam Howe. Like scramble. Sam Howe has some running ability. He's he's a little mobile. Right. Right, Brady's he's not, not going to do pocket. that to you. Right, <laughs> the like, pocket, the pocket is not moving. Yeah, the, the question is, is can we get to him in time? Because Brady is very quick at getting rid of the ball. I think, I think you sack him four times in this game. I do. We'll see. I mean, this defense has been struggling to get sacks. So, what, one thing I'd bet on in this game, <clears> Micah <throat> Parsons sacks him at least twice. I don't know if I can make that bet because Michael Parsons hasn't been Michael Parsons for the past month. He's been yeah. kind of dinged up. He's been, I think his body's just not, because again, Michael Parsons is nor was normally a linebacker last year. He didn't have to play on the line so much because we had, you know, Randy Gregory and of course, DeMar, you know, Demarcus Lawrence. Now we don't have Randy Gregory. So Michael Parsons has been more, you know, you know, on the line. And I just don't think his body has adjusted to that just yet. I think obviously because he's young, he's still growing into it. I just think that he's not used to the physicality of that type of play. So I, I just haven't seen it in him lately. And I've been a little worried about it, um, his play. So hopefully he does get some sacks here. Hopefully, I mean, he's still impacting games, but he's not making like he's not impacting in terms of sacks. Like he just hasn't been doing it. He's due then. I think I think that's what I hear. I think he I think he's due for a big game. We'll and see. what better stage to do it than the playoffs, you know? The playoffs is. is right. The super wild card weekend is upon us. You just heard our preview. The Seahawks 49ers, the Jags and the Chargers, the Bills and the Dolphins, the Giants and the Vikings, the Ravens and the Bengals, and the Cowboys versus the Buccaneers. When we return, we will bring you our NFL awards. If you wanted to, I'm, I'm not saying, but there's a yeah, Grammy, do. but for the Kirby on Sports Podcast, we have the Kirby's, if you want to associate that. But, you know, my clever name for a trophy but after this extended commercial break we will bring you our regular season awards right here on the kirby on sports podcast hey sports fans thank you for listening to and supporting the kirby on sports podcast with founder and host josh kirby along with lead contributor dan dembski like subscribe and give them a five-star rating wherever you get your podcast from 
My name is Dr. Dave Miles, founder of Dr. Dave Leadership Corporation. Our company helps leaders build engaged and productive teams. Exclusively for listeners of the Kirby on Sports podcast, you can take an opportunity to discover your primary communication style and learn more about effective communication with others. Text Kirby to 757-903-0743 for your free copy of the Working From Home Communication Assessment where you'll learn your primary communication style, how to better communicate with others not like you, and tips on working remotely based on your personal communication style. 10 minutes, tons of resources, learn about yourself and your team. Again, text Kirby to 757-903-0743 for your free assessment report today. I'm Dr. Dave Miles, founder of Dr. Dave Leadership Corporation, where we help you and your team be more engaged and productive by understanding each other better. Back to you, Josh. Hey there, this is Mark Francis of Icon Real Estate. If you have any real estate needs in the Winchester surrounding area, including West Virginia, give me a call. I've got extensive experience, been in the business for almost 20 years, and would love to help you out. Track me down at Icon Real Estate iconsells.com or even give me a call 540-247-1527 again iconsells i-c-o-n-s-e-l-l-s.com and i would love to chat with you and help you out give me a call hey it's josh here for my friends over at shenandoah music here to remind you that shenandoah music is your local music superstore they carry guitars drums basses keyboards wind instruments pa gear recording equipment and more not only do they have the best selection but they will have the best prices and better still the knowledge to make sure you're getting the gear you need and with the Shenandoah music credit card you buy now and pay it off over the next year so when you think music think Shenandoah music in Winchester across from b-dubs all right it is now time for all right stop stop right, right there stop right there another, we have another ladies and gentlemen welcome Welcome one, welcome all to the first annual NFL Kirby's Award. And now, live from Studio K, <laughs> your host, Josh Kirby. Well, thank you very much, Carlos. It is a great honor to be with you all for the first annual NFL Kirby's um just a blessing to be with you all today um one uh, one kirby that will not be given out is to the dallas cowboys after their atrocious performance against the commanders but uh, that's a topic for another day but uh let's get into a it shot aren't you not, i am i am here with my guest of honor Dan Dembski, he likes to call himself the weapon. He is definitely a weapon when it comes to a um, drum set, for sure. And oh, yeah. my esteemed guest of honor, coming from generations of soccer love, soccer sports community, and NFL, a great analyst, Carlos the Swiss Army Knife. So let's get this show on the road. I will start with the coach of the year. We're, we're going to do three things. Coach, MVP, and comeback player of the year. 
per the Kirby on Sports podcast. So starting with you, Dan, Coach of the Year. You know, it's Brian Dayball of the New York Giants. By the way, we are are naming the nominees right now. We are oh, naming the nominees. You didn't you didn't you didn't you didn't explain the rules here. So so the rules for this basically I screwed is, it up on all, Russell all, all Wilson. Three, all three of us will, uh. will, will present a nominee. Yes, we can we, we can copy each other. Okay. So like Dan just said Brian Dayball. I can say Brian Dayball or somebody else. Kirby can also say that. And then we pres- we, we deliberate a little bit, right? right? And then we have to make we have to come to a vote. And whoever gets the most votes. Uh, become is the winner. All right, Dan, yep. Dan you nominated Brian Dable. I do. I do. Alrighty. Carlos, who do you nominate? I will be nominating Mike. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Brian <laughs> Dable as well. I will be nominating Motor City Dan Campbell. I take my nomination back now. I will be nominating uh what's his name? Jags coach Peterson. Doug Doug Peterson. Doug yeah. Peterson. That's a good one. That's a good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so we can have a little deliberation here because Kirby's pick is like just outsensical right now. Like I, I get that like <laughs> the Lions made a little bit of but they didn't get in the playoffs, but yet we're not yeah. gonna put Doug Peterson in this list. Like, yeah, no, 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 no. We have to put Doug Peterson in this list. Okay. Worst worst to first i mean you can't you can't deny it exactly. Doug peterson my Sorry. my nomination yeah yeah let's deliberate here okay so why did you nominate like what's your case for motor city dan campbell to be dan campbell has given the lions spark given them opportunity something to play for something to look for you can literally make this case about brian dayball and doug Peterson. <laughs> this isn't this isn't a winning argument thus far but go on well <laughs> I, i'm just saying he <laughs> is going to establish good change in detroit and i feel like that's why he should be nominated he's going to <laughs> yeah so so the best is yet to come. So the best is yet to come. Whereas with these two first year head coaches, they've already made the good changes and made their impacts. Listen, Kirby, you're oh. done. All right, Dan, <laughs> you're a well, case for Brian Dayball. You know, it's, it, it's, it's pretty easy to see the, the effect that, that he has had on the giants. And, you know, just a prime example of that is how he made he's made. Now, I, I, I don't know if this is directly him, but, Daniel Jones looks like I don't know. He's I think you can like directly a, put it to him. Yeah, yeah. Um, he has made Daniel Jones look like a competent NFL quarterback this year. And this was, you know, this was something that was like we talked about this, I think, at the end of last year. Like, you know, I, I at least I kind of felt like this was going to be it for Daniel Jones, and at least with the Giants. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> and Brian Dable came in there and embraced him, which I, I don't think, you know, I don't think that had happened for Daniel Jones in the national football league. I mean, he was kind of, he's kind of been a laughing stock ever since he came into the league, you know, and not to mention tripping at her, like the three yard line <laughs> on a, on a, on a long run. Um, nobody. So around that's him. <laughs> nobody around him. I mean, tripped on thin air, tripped on a ghost. So, you know, I, I think that's my overarching point. The fact that he's made Daniel Jones look competent and he, he just, I think 
Yeah, similar to Dan Campbell. I know this is this is you know a general point, but the players you, you can tell the players are passionate for you know his coaching style, and he and he's just a player's coach. He loves he loves his guys. You can see that, and the Giants have lacked that for so long. Um, yeah, I, I can't really. I don't. I don't know how far you'd have to go back to find that. Maybe Tom Coughlin even um, is the last time, but I don't know. I mean, you you he could, wasn't really you, a player's coach to be honest, but. Maybe not, maybe not, but he was the last maybe competent coach they had. Um, but yeah, I like that's why I like Brian Dable. I think he's just just done a fantastic job there. And I think the to quote uh, what I said to Kirby earlier, the best is yet to come. I think with uh, with the Giants, um, especially um, in the in the NFC East, I think I think they could be a powerhouse, especially as a wild card team because uh, Dallas is going to be tough to over to overtake in the next few years, I think. Same thing with Philly. Yeah, Philly. Of course, Philly too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would like to know, obviously, I'm nominating uh, one Doug Peterson, who I forgot his name earlier. I apologize. Um, (laughs) I just am not great at keeping names. Um, (laughs) But, um, you know, Dougie P over here, um, you know, he... Dan said it, uh, you know, from, from worst to first. I mean, this is a franchise that made the you know, nonsensical decision of um, bringing in uh, Dan's mortal enemy, Urban Meyer, and it was a complete (laughs) uh, dumpster fire. Um, And he's come in and, you know, they started off a little rough, you know, had some growing pains, but he has really uh, harnessed the power that is Trevor Lawrence and has really made him look, uh, you know, more and more like the quarterback we expected him to be. Um, And, and sure that there there's you know it's the same deal the the best is yet to come but they 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 won the division um and they you know they they also beat the Dallas Cowboys and um and i i just i just believe that the he's he's fi- finally they have a grown up in the room and i believe he's he should definitely be in consideration for coach of the year for the way he has turned this franchise around from again from being a dumpster fire to being the division winners. Yeah, that's that's a great pick. All right, so let's go how, to a vote. Okay, so let's go to a vote now. So okay. the vote will be in the private chat. No, it will not. No, no, it will not. I will call upon you, and you will tell me who you vote for. Obviously, Dan will be voting for Brian Dable. Kirby, who will you be voting for? Brian Dable. And I will also be voting for Brian Dable. So... <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the winner of the Kirby Coach of the Year is, after a lot of deliberation and vote counting, Brian Dayball of the New York Giants. Congratulations! Wow, what an incredible Thank year. Thank you. For that what man. an emotional, emotional tribute. Thank you so Obviously, much. Obviously, he is not here to accept the award. We will mail it to him. Um, <laughs> It'll be FedExed right to him. And yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, c- congratulations, Brian Dayball. Congratulations. Well deserved, sir. Kirby, back to you. Next category is most valuable player. It's easy. MVP. 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 I would like to nominate Dakota. I'm kidding. Patrick (laughs) Mahomes for MVP. I would like to second that nomination of a Mr. Patrick 
Mahomes. Thank you. I would like to nominate one Carson. No, 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 no. Patrick Glippin Mahomes. It's got to be Mahomes, man. It's I'm surprised be. none of. I mean, should we? Okay, and the so, winner is hold on, hold on, unanimous. Just, hold on, hold on. Just, unanimous. just for argument's sake, just for argument's sake, okay. Can we throw Jalen Hurts' his, his, his hat in in the ring for a little bit? No. Well, no. It, the problem is you look at the whole season. He's and he's missed a chunk of time. Uh, it's just it's just really hard for me to put him in there. If he if he plays the whole season, I think I think it's a lot closer for sure. But you know he's he's been banged up, and I just wanted to do my due easy. diligence. So I appreciate that. Well, by an outstanding unanimous vote, you know, he, you know, the AP has you know the unanimous AP MV, M, you know NFL MVP. We have the unan the first ever, first ever unanimous. It's not the first ever, yeah, first ever, yeah, first ever unanimous NFL. Kirby and MVP. I said that completely backwards. The Kirby's just, just 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 rock with me, okay? And it's going to one Patrick Mahomes of Mahomes. the Kansas City Chiefs. Come on down, Patty Mahomes. Take Woo-hoo. a bow. Thank Let's the go. little people. Thank the city of kids. You know, you know. Th- thank the Kansas City uh, faithful crowd. You know, thank Arrowhead, and uh, yeah, and so thank Andy Reid, your head coach. That's great coach. And Travis Kelsey, your most amazing oh, yeah. uh, tight end. Oh, yeah. All right. Last category. <laughs> this one's going to be tough. I'm not going to lie. Comeback player yeah, of the year. Tough. All right. Kirby, you go first. No, I will defer to you, Carlos. No, 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 no. Actually, Dan goes first. No, Dan went. No, Dan already went first. Then I went for MVP. So it's your turn. So it's your turn. Yeah, it's your turn to go Josh. first. Okay. Me or... Oh, yeah, him. Comeback player of the year. It's tough. It's really tough this year. Mm. Some good nominees. Jeez. So to be I honest, I actually don't have a nominee right now. I'm trying to think. I I, I have a nominee, but <clears throat> all right, go for it. Hit it. Brian Robinson. It's a good one. Uh, yeah, good I, pick. I, I, I guess. I mean, he did not play this past week, but you know, I mean, I guess. I mean, listen, like last year we had Dak and Joe Burrow. This year, it's kind of tough. Um, I mean, how there... can you not nominate a guy who got shot in a carjacking and comes? Yeah, but... played like three or four weeks later. Can yeah. we Pretty... throw? Can we throw Geno Smith in here? Yes, yes, Geno Smith is definitely uh, a nomination you could put in there. Yeah, I would like to nominate one Christian McCaffrey, comeback player of the year. Because he was he was injured last year. Yeah, he's been he's battled injuries throughout his career. He's just never been uh, what he could be in the NFL until this year, I think. So, yeah, and he uh, he's a he's a baller. So the Brian guy, Robinson, Christian McCaffrey, and Geno Smith. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to go through. Uh, I'm just trying to make sure that there's nobody like we like who had a serious injury. I can't think of anybody. No, this year there wasn't. There wasn't that standout, in my opinion. Um, all right. So Kirby obviously made the case. Of course, you know how could you not vote for a guy who got shot and made the comeback? 
Mm-hmm. Um, I think the only issue with that is it's not like Brian Robinson completely lit up the NFL world. Yeah. Um, His stats are fine, but they're not like, they're not like, Oh, they don't blow out of the water. Uh, Christian yeah. McCaffrey's a good one considering that, yeah. like the trade and everything uh, and how he's just completely flourished since then. But I, he I has mean, helped he, them ride that wave. I, th- I, th- I think the right answer is Geno Smith because nobody expected them to make the playoffs. Nobody expected them to do anything, and here they Any are. Good. Yeah, that's true. No, Geno Smith's a good one. I was I was torn between that uh, Geno and and Christian McCaffrey. So, yeah, I, I don't think you can go wrong either way. Should and and in reality, uh, yeah, I'm ready. Okay, Kirby. You it's know tough. those two are very tough. I mean, everybody was saying how McCaffrey's career is over with mm-hmm. that injury. When he goes to San Francisco, sort of gets a jolt. He's in the playoffs now with the 49ers. Geno Smith, who would have thought he'd be a starter and in the playoffs? I was about, yeah, Kirby, come on, man. Like, <laughs> we don't need a soliloquy here. We, 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 we just, gotta, we, we, we already we got to wrap this. it up. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. We're a little pressed for time here. I, I'm they're, they're playing off. They're playing us off the stage. I'm, I'm <laughs> voting McCaffrey. I'm voting McCaffrey. Okay, McCaffrey. Okay. Dan. You know, I I, I was going to go McCaffrey, but I think, I think Geno Smith edges him out slightly, just because of the expectation, right? I mean, there were no expectations for him this year, none. Um, and everybody said, of course, in the off season. Well, everybody Rock thought it was a successful. Trade. Like everybody thought they were only going to win one game, because yep. I, I don't, you know, because they were just like, as long as we beat Russell Wilson, like it's a successful season. And then they just went on to go to the playoffs. So I'm the tie-breaking vote here. We got one for McCaffrey, one for Geno, and I'm going with Brian Robinson. I'm kidding. <laughs> I will also be voting for Geno Smith because of the fact that Close. the expectations on him were much lower than they were on Christian McCaffrey. So with that being said, by a split decision vote, was the voting the voting was rigorous. Came down to the wire. But it looks like the winner for the Kirby's comeback player of the year goes to Geno Smith from Let's the go. Seattle Seahawks. Congratulations, Geno. You got you proved that you were the better quarterback and you helped Seattle win the trade. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, that is the last Kirby of the night. We hope you all get home safe. Please and happy. drive home safely. For our esteemed host, Josh Kirby, our esteemed guest, Dan Dembski. And I, your narrator, I guess you could say, Carlos Presenter. Swiss Army Knife Martinez. We wish you all good night, and we'll see you guys next year. Stay classy, San Diego. <laughs> and with that, that wraps Perfect. up another edition of the Kirby on Sports Podcast. Our great sponsors, PM Plus Reserves, Shenandoah Primitives, Dr. Dave Leadership Corporation, Mark Francis with Icon Real Estate, Barrett Pest and Termite Services, Shenandoah Music, and Mark Lynch with Guild Mortgage. Gentlemen, it was a lot of fun. Looking Good forward one. to playoff football. And we'll be recapping 
getting you set for the divisional round next oh, week right here on the Kirby on Sports Podcast. You can find it on all streaming platforms, all social media platforms, www.kirbyonsports.com. Until the next time Good luck, you Dan. hear us or see us, always remember to create greatness. And we say so long and...